Hello, and welcome to Student Diaries, the podcast edition. I'm your host, John Brown, and joining me is Renuka Vimuri, who is a junior at ASU. I hope you'll enjoy our conversation. And Renuka is here with me today. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. How is the spring semester going for you so far? It's going by just so fast. I can't believe it's already halfway over. Yeah, like I was thinking about it. And since we didn't get a spring break, we also get out like a week earlier, I think. And I don't know, like the March halfway point is already here. It's so crazy. I have not processed (laughs) that it's halfway done. Yeah. So for this semester, well, for the whole year, Actually, you're the vice president of policy at uh, undergraduate student government downtown, which is the student government on the Arizona State University campus. So just tell me how you got into USG and maybe if you had someone mentor you to join, just tell me how you got involved. So I had been following the USGD account when I was a freshman and I saw that they had an opening for Barrett Senator. And actually, when I was in high school, I always shied away from leadership positions. I was so scared of being judged. I never wanted anyone to perceive me at all. (laughs) So I decided that I had to sign up for this just for my own personal development. And also because I wanted to know what was going on in the university and I wanted to help my fellow students. So I applied for the Barrett Senator position and getting accepted was kind of nerve wracking because you have your interview, but then the Senate confirms you by roll call. So it's like you're standing in front of the whole Senate and they're all dressed super nice and everything. And then you stand there and you're like, hello, this is why I want to be a Senator. And then they call on each individual Senator to vote on you and whether or not they want to confirm you for the Senate. So that was super, super nerve wracking. But I made it through, and then I served as the GovOps chair, um, I think my third semester in, I think it was my second semester semester actually in USGD. And that's the committee that takes care of, of, takes care of a lot of legislation, um, internal, like monitoring of the organization, things like that. Then I moved up to Senate president, which was, very it was I loved that position it was I loved um, mentoring other senators and during that semester is when the pandemic happened so then I ran along with the current USGD president for vice president of policy and here I am yeah that's such an interesting timeline I like how all that played out for you so going into this year that we're in now what's policies and initiatives did you have in mind to achieve and what have you achieved already? So when I ran with Nora and Monica, who are the current president and vice president of services, we really wanted to focus on engagement because it was it's an election year. An election year just happened. So that was something that we really wanted to focus on, like civic engagement and then also just club engagement in general. We figured that engaging with clubs would be the best way to get a diverse amount of students engaging with student government 
because those students would be engaged already. They just weren't engaging with us yet. And I think that was really successful. Um, we definitely have been in contact a lot more with clubs than I remember being when I first started in USGD. We've definitely been in touch with coalitions a lot more than I ever remember um, being in touch with. We also wanted to start something called the Sexual Health Pharmacy. It was an idea that we kind of stole from U of A. Um, they have something called the Feminist Pharmacy. We wanted to call it a Sexual Health Pharmacy. We ended up changing the name to Sexual Health Resource Center just to make sure there was no confusion about what that resource was going to do for students. Um, so me and one of my directors have been working on that all year. It finally launched like last week or something like that where um, you can go on our website and you fill out a Google form and you can get whatever sexual health products that we have. You can request that. You can get it anonymously, pick it up from our office. Um, another thing that was really exciting that we were able to accomplish civic engagement wise was we were able to get a ballot drop-off box for the very first time ever. The downtown campus never had that before. So that was really, really exciting for us. Um, we also were able to install, um, I think, five or six menstrual product dispensers on campus. So that was really exciting because USGD has always had a menstrual equity program uh, where we were trying to provide pads and tampons for free for students. Um, but now we finally have dispensers so that they're not just in like little straw baskets like floating around campus. <laughs> so that was really exciting. There's just a lot that's happened this year because in between everything that we've been trying to accomplish, there's always, there's obviously been complications with COVID and all the other things that are happening at ASU, so. Yeah, I think that's so important to like note because usually USG meetings are in the San Car Carlos room, which is at the student center at the post office, which is where engagement events happen. And obviously everything, like every single meeting has been done on Zoom. And it's so important that we acknowledge how much stuff we can get done while still on Zoom. And your team has obviously accomplished so many things such as the Sexual Health Resource Center getting a ballot box on the downtown campus because this was a historic election that happened. So I think it's really good that your team adapted to these initiatives and really made use of Zoom. Um, so going, so just talk to me about what brought you to ASU in general, not in terms of USG, but just in general. Okay, so I, I moved around a lot when I was a kid. So I was born in Michigan and then I lived in India for a few years and then I came to Arizona and I went to a very competitive high school called Basis Peoria. Um, everyone there was super smart, taking a ton of APs, AP exams all the time. And I was surrounded by students who wanted to like go far and wide, go to all these big colleges in different states. But I was kind of like, uh... I'm kind of done traveling. Like I want to stay closer to home and get to know the area that I'm in right now. And I, so that's really what brought me to ASU. And I, so I am a pre-med student. Um, I'm majoring in medical studies. I'm not sure I actually would have ended up at ASU if I hadn't found the medical studies major, because that major is just so perfect. If you're trying to go to medical school after college, 
because they tailor it so well so that you don't have to worry about if you're if you're taking the right classes and you're meeting all of those requirements. So that's kind of how I ended up at ASU and then downtown specifically. I, I really like the Tempe campus as well, but I definitely enjoy like the smaller, like close knit community type of feel that downtown has. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think they tailor the medical studies like program really well at ASU. And it's so important to hear like your background and how you came about ASU. So just tell me about your freshman year. How was it? Because obviously it was before the pandemic happened. You lived at Taylor Place. For anyone that doesn't know, Taylor Place is the freshman residential hall on the downtown campus. So just tell me about that. So I I did live at Taylor Place my freshman year. I roomed with one of my best friends, still one of my best friends. Her name is Mia. So we came from the same high school and we decided to room together at college and we hung out like all of <laughs> freshman year and we made friends together. I think one thing that just makes me sad about the pandemic, especially like as a student leader, is seeing how much I was engaged when I was a freshman and then how much I can't do that for current freshmen because we're in a pandemic. I think with Taylor Fest and like the fall welcome and all of the events that they have just right off the bat, like welcome week, you see so many student leaders, you see so many organizations and you just get to know about a lot of things, a lot of resources that you can access as a freshman. And without that, type of connection and those type of events um I think freshmen now that just really sucks for them that they can't have that um but I think when I was a freshman I was I was just really amazed and really excited about all the things that were happening and then I was also like you know being my nerdy like pre-med self and I was like oh my god immediately I need to get into research otherwise I'm not going to get into medical school in the future and I like found a flyer on like the door of a bathroom stall that was like we're looking for research assistants and I like emailed them immediately and I applied <laughs> to be a research assistant for them and then I go there and find out that I'm like the youngest person that they have on their team because usually a lot of other um, students start doing research when they're in their junior year like sophomore year at the earliest and I was like fresh like two weeks of being a freshman and I was like in the research study <laughs> but it was a really good experience too to get a jump start on that who, who were you researching for so it was for a research study called it's called the ASU school lunch study where they were putting salad bars in schools and trying to see if that actually made students eat healthier and it made them actually fulfill their requirements for how many fruits and vegetables they were supposed to eat a day, or if that was just, they would just throw away more vegetables. Um, and to see if having different types of marketing helped them consume more vegetables, the position of where the salad bar is, it was really exciting. We got to travel as a team to different schools and like see all these kids and be like, hi, like, do you want to participate in the study and um, give them little prizes once they participated? Um, and then once we went back, we like process all the data. Yeah, that's so interesting having like, you're so involved as a freshman. And now during the pandemic, you are obviously still involved. I know you volunteered to give COVID shots, right? 
Yeah. So I, there's a doctor that I know and she reached out to me because she knew I was a pre-med student and she asked me if I would help her. So the weekends I've been like eight to three, like every weekend, um, helping her out, like checking patients in, asking or answering their questions about the COVID vaccine. And then like writing down information of like, you know, do they have any allergies? Which arm do they want their shot in? When are they coming back? Things like that. So I think last weekend, I think in a day, like I saw almost like 300 people get their vaccine. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, wow. Like from eight to yeah. three every weekend. Wow. You must be so tired. <laughs> I yeah, it's do that. tiring, but it, it's also so like, it feels really like I feel tired, but I also feel really happy after I come home because I feel like, you know, I did something like I help people, you know? How is it like administering the vaccine? Because you administer it, right? Or you just like help out? Oh, no, I don't administer it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was just, like, like... <laughs> go ahead. Go no, ahead. You're, you're fine. Um, I just do all the like before and after type of paperwork. So basically, like everyone who comes to get their vaccine, they come in their car, they don't even have to get out. So like they have a whole um, like set up in their parking lot. And you catch them in the beginning and then you're like, you know, what's your name? Like check them in, like make sure that their insurance and their ID and like all that paperwork is good. And then you send them to another side of the line and then you write down more like medical type of information, like you're scribing for the medical assistants or the nurses or whoever's there. And they're the ones who like actually give them the shot. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Yeah, like I'd have to get like another certification to actually be able to like poke people with the needle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she actually administers the shot too, but no, no, she doesn't. But what you still do is so cool too. <laughs> so I know you volunteered at a hospital right dirt before the pandemic. Yeah. How, how was that? Um, that was, that was really fun as well. So I volunteered at Banner, which is like 10 minutes away from the downtown campus. So it's kind of nice to just go there and then you run into other downtown students that you might not have met otherwise, but they're also medical studies and they're also volunteering over there. So, um, for a while I would sit at the front desk and direct people because Banner is such a huge facility. Like it, like I would be there for four hours of volunteering and I'd have around like 10, like 12,000 steps, like by the end of it, just because you're walking people to like every corner of the building and it's just such a spread out facility. I think the most like memorable, <laughs> I don't know if this is like going to freak anyone out, but definitely the most memorable um, people that come in are like, they come in to the front desk and they're like bleeding and they're like, where's the emergency room? And we're like, oh my God, do you need help? Like we can like will you there? And they're like, no, like it's okay. And there's like blood running all down them. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like you're not gonna make it. It's really far, I'll take you there. And they're like, okay. And then you put them in the wheelchair and then you take them to the emergency room as fast as you can. And it still takes like seven minutes to get there. And they're like, oh, thank you so much. You're an angel. I definitely wouldn't have made it there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see this today. <laughs> oh my God. It, when you said that, it made me think of like, untold stories of the ER have you ever seen that show <laughs> I have it actually maybe I should 
Yeah, I don't know why it just made me think of that show because it's like you get what obviously you get like the craziest stories of the ER and it's a show that like I think they take real stories and they like obviously fantasize it a little bit mm-hmm. to make it like better for TV but I don't know yeah. it just made me think of that like what you just explained do you often see people that just come in like that I feel like it happens like once every two or three weeks because other people will just end up actually at the emergency room where they're supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but then other people, they like the facility is a little confusing. So they end up at the front desk and they're like, please help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a lot of hospital work. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is centered around your major. So I, I guess that makes sense. But what, uh, what else do you do to get involved on campus besides like USG and volunteering? So I am a part of. Um, an organization called the Pitchfork Pantry. Um, It's a food pantry run by students um, to serve other students that are food insecure um, by giving them packages of food. So right now how it's functioning in the pandemic is you uh, request on their Google form and then they'll have hours of the pantry that are open or they have like pop-up events and then they just give students food. And it's kind of crazy to see the amount of students that actually need food. Um, because food insecurity is actually a lot higher on college campuses than it is in like the rest of the population around. Um, So that's something that I got involved with and I really love doing it. It is kind of sad to see the students who, who, you know, you wouldn't know, but then they fill out our forms and they're like, I, I didn't have anything to eat, you know, like I need a package of food. And it's gratifying to help them, but it is also a little frustrating to see that they don't have the resources to help them. Yeah, no, that's definitely, wow. Yeah, I've spoken to other people who do similar stuff and it's just really Mm -hmm. eye-opening. Going off that point, what what was your favorite class that you have taken at ASU so far? Mm, that's a good question. I guess I'll give you two just for like two different sides of Rainica. Okay. So first super basic is I actually really enjoyed anatomy, which I guess that makes sense because I'm trying to be a doctor. So it'd be a little bit bad if I didn't enjoy anatomy. Right. But I did enjoy anatomy. Um, Again, might be gross, but it was really interesting to see like cadavers. Like the first time I saw a cadaver, it didn't process in my mind because I was like, oh, oh, that's that's a dead body. Like I thought I would like feel something. I thought I would faint. I thought I would be like, oh my gosh, like my world has changed. But then I saw it and I was like, oh, I thought that was a doll. Like I didn't realize that was a dead body. <laughs> um, but it was definitely really interesting. Um, to learn about anatomy and all of that. And then the other class that I actually really enjoyed, which is like completely on the flip side, I actually really enjoyed human event. And I feel like a lot of STEM majors wouldn't agree with me just because, you know, reading like books, whatever, like that's just not their thing, writing papers. I mean, it's not that I enjoy writing papers, but I think if it's a book that I enjoyed reading, it kind of, I don't know, like I like thinking about it on a deeper level. Um, I was a TA for my human event professor, Dr. O'Flaherty. She's the sweetest person ever. Um, yeah, so it was like the two different classes that I liked. Oh, human event. 
<laughs> what a time. I know you won't disagree with me, John. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. I disagree with you on human event. But you know, some people love it. Some people don't like it. And to anyone listening who doesn't know what the human event is, it's the first year honors class that is mandatory for Barrett the Honors College students at ASU to take. It like gets them like involved in like philosophy practices, just reading books, writing essays like social issues, all that jazz. So yeah, no, that's definitely interesting. I like to hear that though. But leaving it off on the final question, what is your favorite place on the downtown campus and why? Ooh, this is a good question. Um, let's see. Do we want like favorite place, like just to study or is it like favorite place to eat or like... What are anything, we talking? anything you want to choose. Um, I really like being in the post office. I know no other students go there, but especially when I was commuting, I used to live in the post office. <laughs> I used to be there all the time, like in yeah. between my classes. And it's actually really nice down there. They have like the arcade and the games and then the USGD office office is also down there um and I liked hanging out in there as well because I'd always see my friends like pop in um and then when no one was in there it was a really nice like quiet place to work um in terms of food I know that my current um president Nora is gonna not be happy when I say this but I really like bowl of greens (laughs) (laughs) when I was a senator my uh freshman year I was actually part of the um I I was actually part of the whole process where we finally got bowl of greens to accept maroon and gold dollars. So there was a point of time where they didn't. So my entire freshman year, I was having to pay like my actual money to, (laughs) to eat there. Um, But after that semester working with the president, then we were able to get bowl of greens to accept maroon and gold dollars. So that was really exciting. And I also just like their food. So (laughs) that's where I like going. (laughs) Bowl of Greens, yeah, it's a restaurant on the downtown campus right next to the Cronkite School. It, it, I, I agree, it is very good. Again, Nora is not going to agree with any of us on that one, but... <laughs> but Rainier, well, but, it's not that she doesn't like it. She just thinks that we talk about it too much. Yes, no, no, <laughs> we, we do. We definitely do. <laughs> but Rainuka, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. You can find out more at downtowndevil.com.